0: Hey guys, before we get to today's episode, if you are in the Los Angeles area on Saturday, June 4th, we will be doing a special live recording of Out on the I at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Nerdist Showroom at Meltdown Comics as part of the highly anticipated release of Mike Dennison's Be A Day coloring book launch. I've already gotten a copy of my book. H. Allen has as well. It's absolutely amazing. This event's basically going to be like a Golden Girls con. We'll have lots of special guests and fun stuff going on. And Mike D. will be there, and he'll even be drawing a few lucky audience members in his signature fun style. Uh, The show is free, but you can go to outonthelenai.com slash live to reserve a ticket Again, that is uh, Saturday, June 4th, 7 o'clock p.m. in Los Angeles. If you're in the area, please come. If you're not able to make it, but you have friends in LA, tell them to come. It's going to be super fun. And one of these days, we will make it to other cities outside of Los Angeles.
1: Can I come out of the closet
0: now? No, stay in the closet. This is a headgum podcast.
1: to say what i feel miami has so much appeal a great place to get a
0: seafood me Los Angeles, 2016.
1: Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need to listen to. I'm H. Allen Scott,
0: and I'm Carrie Doherty.
1: And this is a podcast where we have sometimes a guest, sometimes not. Over to watch an episode of The Golden Girls, and then we talk about it.
0: And this is a milestone. We're we've just we're at the top of season four. Ugh. Season three wrapped. We're it getting great older season. and older. We're getting wiser. Are we? I think so. I think we're getting wiser. If
1: you knew the amount of mistakes I've made this past week, you would take that back.
0: I don't know. I, but you're still continuing to learn from your mistakes. You're always growing, I guess that's is what true. I'm saying. That's
1: Growing, loving, living, learning.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, that sounds like... Is that a Daft Punk song? Growing, loving, living, learning.
1: Oh, I was, ex- <laughs> I was going in more of an Oprah direction. So oh. generational gap, maybe, there, I, even um, though we're the same age. I was like, wait
0: a minute. <laughs> so, yeah, season four...
1: Season four! Very
0: excited for season four.
1: Great episode to start off season four with. It was, yeah, I'm really, look at us, we've come so far. Right. And people are still listening. And,. I I see other Golden Girls podcasts pop up, which, you know, is weird, but also great. Because, I mean, so many people are loving the Golden Girls. Yes. But you guys should stick with us and only listen to us.
0: (laughs) Uh, And you actually, you kind of had a bit of a Frasier scare this week, Oh my
1: God, Frasier. So Frasier was throwing up, and then he threw up blood, and then I had a little bit of like a meltdown, you know, single mother, what do I do with my child, I don't have a man to tell me what to do, (laughs) moment. And I went to the vet, and... uh, it was, a, it was a lot of medical problems. In what, regardless, I was planning on doing the fan episode and speaking with the fans uh, while all that was happening. And that didn't happen because Frasier, being a single mother, my child came first.
0: Yeah, so, of course. And of course I, uh, he should.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's so, why
0: our live episode, or our fan episode rather, isn't.
1: It's coming in the yeah. next few weeks. The Frazier's on the men's. He's doing much better. He's eating now. Everything's great. Which and is so wonderful. we'll be back to normal soon.
0: Yes. Yeah. And another thing we wanted to talk about um, some of you guys have noticed that toward the end of this last season, season three, we sort of stopped having guests on the podcast unless it was a live show that we were doing. Um,
1: And part of the reason why we started doing that was we had gotten some feedback, and also we had looked at some of the numbers, and more people listened to the podcast when Carrie and I were just talking than with guests. Now, that said, we're not totally writing off guests completely. We were just playing with this format of Carrie and I just talking about the Golden Girls.
0: Yeah, yeah. We like to, (laughs) you know, we like to take your your suggestions and your comments into consideration, and Um, so I think we've, you know, decided that, you know, sometimes we'll do episodes with just the two of us. If we, you know, maybe having a guest on will be more of like a special uh, thing that we do. And a few people commented that they wanted, uh, Stan to come back (laughs) on the podcast. So we'll also get him on again soon.
1: Someday I'll find my Charlie.
0: Yeah, someday you will find your Charlie. Um,
1: Appliqué? Apply at com.
0: Yes. Um, Should we... uh... Well,
1: so, and also, uh, today, actually, we sent out a tweet about a poll of who, uh, what golden girl are you? You should go to the Twitter page if you're listening to this, like, the moment it drops. But if not... No worries, you can still see the poll. And the majority of people, shocker, is Dorothy. Everyone wants to be Dorothy, which I find surprising. Even though, she, yes, I get she was the most sardonic and the most witty and the most, you know, whatever. I, I, I think Blanche had more fun.
0: Yeah, but it. I think, like, I could see people wanting to be Dorothy because she, she oh she just always had those zingers. You know what I mean? So did like, Sophia, though. Well, Sophia did too. And Sophia's too-
1: coming in second.
0: Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense. <clears throat> so I guess it's that...
1: But it's basically a tie between... I mean, it's like Dorothy and then like Sophia, Rose, and Blanche are all sort of in the same amount of votes. I, I'm i Rose. Like, I'm totally Rose. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, I think I'm think i Rose with a Dorothy rising. You <laughs> know? Like, I... Yeah, I'm totally a Rose.
0: Yeah. I, I'm a Sophia. Yeah. I'm 100% a Sophia. Wow. Uh, speaking of... Um, this we episode watched,
1: has, is a great Sophia story. It's a story great line.
0: episode. Yeah. Um, we just watched season four, episode one. Yes, we have no Havanas, which aired on October eighth, nineteen eighty eight, and is the episode where Blanche and Sophia date the same man, Ooh. and also uh, Rose's teacher was Hitler. <laughs> yes,
1: and Ava Braun. And,
0: yes, Oops, she was his. She Ava wife, was wife. The uh, their PE teacher, I think. Yes. Um, it's funny because this episode the name of the episode is based on a song I believe from the 20s called Yes We Have No Bananas.
1: I like how you said I believe from the 20s as if you were in the 20s when you heard it. You were like, I believe <laughs> I remember listening to it in the 20s. Tw- it was 1927. Correctly
0: <laughs> based on my own personal <laughs> life experiences. When in
1: reality you're like I believe Wikipedia told me it was the 1920s. The
0: 1920s. Yes. Um. Just because my dad will sing it to me sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. My really...
1: dad my dad doesn't exist.
0: So if he were to sing, then no, that would be incredibly wouldn't. creepy.
1: It would be creepy. It would be a weird moment for me. <laughs>
0: Do you want to talk about it?
1: No, I don't. I don't. We, can,
0: we can get into it. It's a
1: part of the book. Coming soon to a bookstore.
0: Yes. Uh, this episode had a lot of jokes. I feel like... Yeah, this you know, was like a
1: great starter of of Fraser's clawing something back Frazier
0: there, guys. Um
1: it was a great start of season four. It was a really like strong episode.
0: It was so good. I feel like the writers were like, they had their, you know, their two months off or whatever. They had gone on vacation, they'd spent time with their families. They won they,
1: all the Emmys. They won all the Emmys,
0: <laughs> and they came back in and they were like, guys, let's just make a fucking funny episode. Yeah. And they did. And they it did. was so great. It
1: came through. It totally um, came through.
0: The episode starts with and I feel Rose like, coming
1: in, yes. it's, it's actually this moment, this sort of exchange that happened, the first two minutes of the episode is probably one of my favorite, most thought of moments in Golden Girls history, only because there's something about, Rose always comes into the house and says, girls, girls, and it's it's kind of ridiculous, but you also get it because she's always so excited to share right. happiness and information, and so, um, and then Do- Sophia says, why do you call us? You see Molly. What was it, Molly Ringwald? you see Molly Ringwald sitting here?
0: Oh, I forget who she said, but she yeah, she basically she's like, "I don't." You you always come into the room going, "Girls, girls!" Like mm-hmm. I just love that she finally calls her out. And on then it. she
1: and then Rose is like, "Oh, I'm sorry to offend you." And Sophia goes and she's like, "It's okay. It's not you. I'm just a little."
0: She says, "I'm I'm a little bummed. I haven't I haven't showered with a man in 22 years."
1: <laughs> and then Dorothy's like, "Ma." <laughs> Pa died 25 years ago. Well, she said
0: Pops has been dead 27 years. Yeah,
1: 27 years, yeah.
0: And then somebody says, do you know what that means?
1: And then Rose is like, of course. It means she was showering with a dead man for five years. But
0: Rose is not freaked out by this at all. Like, if Rose legitimately believes this, it's like, Sophia's husband died. Yeah. She somehow maintained control of the body and had the body and then showered with it for five years it was
1: a really it was like an x-rated weekend at Bernie's.
0: like that's a decaying corpse
1: there's actually okay <clears throat> i'm gonna share this because it's amazing and you will love it carrie because i know how much you love true crime really quick story about having sex with a decayed corpse um so is
0: this your personal like no, is this your 1920s no, story no. there's this story? show on
1: HBO called Autopsy where this doctor you told and the, me about I told you it. this listeners listen this doctor is in 1920s malaria or some know what the fuck whatever the disease was back then that people were dying from a beautiful girl died this doctor 30 years older than him was like oh my god I had this girl I need to, I need to preserve this girl so like he told the family he would pay for a mausoleum and like preserve the girl for like years and years so she'd be beautiful forever. and then like 10 years later he moves he stops visiting the mausoleum every day and the family's all like well, we should we can't afford this mausoleum we're going to bury her now and so they go her body's not there they go they track the doctor down to florida the sister finds the house where he lives at he's not home so she thinks he she walks into the house she goes upstairs and what does she see ah. just sleeping on that bed it is her sister like patched together with like duct tape and there's like there's like hose down her mouth so he can have the little you know diddle time and like Wait, what all, down her mouth? Like hose, like a hoe, like, like a like a like a um, like a like, like a like garden a garden
0: hose. Yes,
1: well, like a like a paper towel roll in a way <laughs> that oh. like he can put stuff down her throat. And anyway, so she was just like, "Oh my god!" But he was too old to like go to prison at that point because it was the 1930s and people were like, mm, "You should just die." Oh, so he was found dead, and I think New York or Chicago or some city. He was living in this like nothing apartment. And he was found dead, on the floor, next to a life-size model of the girl.
0: Wait. So he built.
1: He basically created another version of her that he could.
0: And this be close was after they'd already taken the real. Yeah, body. the real
1: body's buried and gone and stuff. It's on HBO now. I was or about to say, if you go yeah. on
0: HBO Go, I've seen yeah. it there.
1: It's good, man. That is love.
0: Wow. That was a really long, but I guess it was a little. You know, I mean, it's definitely more Necrophilia detailed. versus, like, a shower. It isn't so corpse, much that he had a thing but... for
1: a corpse, that he had a thing for her, and he didn't care in what form she came.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it
1: wasn't necrophilia necessarily. He should have just
0: made the doll to begin with.
1: Well, yeah, but it I let, think... I
0: mean, I think if, if, to, if, if, we, point, if we remove the emotion of the story and the, you know, morality and the breaking of the law and all that stuff, it's just... Keeping up, you know, you make a doll. Like, just yeah. take a photo of her. But make a doll. It, it's less upkeep. It's less work.
1: Well, this was the 1920s, and... So this
0: is your 1920s story. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but guys, 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 all that said, <clears throat> Sophia did not shower with a dead man for five years. She showered with an alive human being, man, naked, naked. Together. Yes. Who was not
0: her husband. Who
1: was not her husband? Which is fine
0: because she moved on and that's okay. Blanche comes out into the living room wearing A
1: tight little number with bow ties on her top.
0: Looked good. It was like this black, like velvet shirt, very busty, and then like a red, silky, tight skirt. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, the shirt had a blue, red, and green. It
1: was like straight out of that movie mannequin.
0: Oh, it did. It looked it was very mannequin. She looks amazing. And um, she's getting ready to go on a date with a mystery man that she's mm, not telling anybody she's about and
1: so mum is the word
0: and like so nobody knows who this mystery man is, but then the doorbell rings. Rose answers the door, and standing there is <laughs> Fidel
1: Santiago
0: Santiago. Played by actor Henry Darrow, and you were asking he if he looks he's, like he's been
1: made to look much older than he is.
0: He was. Yeah. I looked. He was at the time of the episode. He was about fifty-five. Oh wow! He's and he's made playing to like nineties. 70s, oh seventies. 70s. 70s. So
1: eighties. 80s. 80s. They say
0: seventies later.
1: So that means <clears throat> Sophia's dating a man ten years younger than her.
0: Well, seventies. He could be seventy-nine for all we know.
1: Still, she's in her eighties.
0: Yeah, she's dating a younger man. Good for her,
1: Sophia, rock that
0: fast so, but when Fidel's at the door, uh Dorothy Rose answers it, and she doesn't um, she doesn't know who he is, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, we thought you were Blanche's date, but, but obviously you're, so you're way too old, <laughs> which." This is such a common thing that they do on the Golden Girls. Like, it all, like you just as easily could have gone, like, ding-dong. Uh, oh, we thought you were Rose's date, but you're obviously a little person. Ding-dong. <laughs> we thought you were Dorothy's date, but you're obviously a priest. Like, how many times have they done this joke? Well,
1: I guess, will it come up again? Probably. probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: Probably. Like, I know coming up this season there's an episode... W- oh, no, is it this season? It's something where, like, Dorothy's dating that guy with the pheromones. Every, all the women are attracted oh, to him. Oh, the she, like, little
1: guy. And
0: she, like, hides. Is yeah. it because he's, like, nerdy?
1: He's too nerdy. He looks dweeby. He looks like he's nothing but Like apparently. he probably took
0: imp in, ma- like, math <laughs> yes, in yes. high school. Yeah. Uh,
1: last week's episode, if you guys listened. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm making fun of myself before you have a chance to do it. That's how I learned to, that's how you I've stand up I've been thinking to about boys. imp all week. I I will admit I don't often listen to the podcast episodes cuz I lived it. I listened yeah, to we it. Don't need to we anymore. were there. But the next morning, Tuesday, last Tuesday morning, I was like I have to listen to that part where you and I just started cracking up and I did and it like <laughs> made me laugh. Like it made me smile in my car on my way to work.
1: Yeah. There's something about people <laughs> laughing that makes yeah, it's infectious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Fidel comes in and Sophia recognizes him because
1: he his family or he's his on dad. his dad is on the face of these cigar boxes that um, Sal used to use for fine cutlery. Yes. He didn't care about the cigars, he only used it for the silverware.
0: And I like that. I'm like yeah. I think that's like a fun little like kitschy totally. fun thing to do. Um so so that's like one of the stories is, is Blanche is dating this guy and you know, Sophia starts dating him. The the B story in this episode is that um, Dorothy's going to be teaching. She's teaching a an American history class.
1: Yes. Well, at first she says American history, but then as the episode goes on, it seems like she's maybe just teaching an adult education class to get.
0: Well, like an adult their, education course.
1: To get people their GED. Right. That's what it feels like as the episode goes on. Right. So but she's teaching that class and Rose is just, you know, very excited about it, but we don't know why yet.
0: But before we even learn that Rose is in the class I have to call this out. How I Met Your Mother, Mm. straight up. Oh wait, let's 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 jump. Let's jump.
1: So they they leave the living room, and now we've already had this build up that Dorothy is teaching this class, and then it's the next day or night or whatever, and Dorothy's walking into this class. She's taking role, and she's like Jim Shoe, and she's yeah, she's
0: calling the role, and she's like you know Betty Thomas here, whatever, whatever here. And she goes,
1: Betty Thomas. I don't wow. know. I was just I private name. parts director. Yeah. Look um, at you. Oh, name dropping. Literally
0: something. making up a name. Um, and then she's she's doing the roll call and she goes, Jim Shu. Oh, I get it, Jim Shu. <laughs> Very funny. And then an Asian man stands up and says, "I'm Jim Shu. I kid you not. How I met your mother. Ted Mosby. His first class teaching architecture." He's doing the same thing. He's doing role model, oh, God. and he goes da da da. Name Betty Thomas, cook poo. <sighs> Come on, guys, really? <laughs> oh, Fraser, <laughs> Fraser can't believe.
1: Fraser is so back from death.
0: He's tearing Whoa. shit apart. He is. He's like, fuck you all. He's just tearing <laughs> shit down. He has a
1: new lease on life. He's like that episode of the Golden Girls where oh, Rose, God. it has a near-death experience, and then she moves to the people at the beach with the stewardess.
0: Yeah, that's what he's doing right now. He's living he's life doing. with those shades.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so, and the How I Met Your Mother, it's the same thing. He goes, cook poo? Oh, very funny. I get it. And, uh, and, and, but what he can't hear is there's a girl in the background going, And he's going, yeah, cook poo, very funny. Someone needs to do a side by side comparison.
1: Like yeah. they do with Amy Schumer's jokes. You guys should do a side-by-side comparison of where it was stolen from.
0: Uh, so then the next name she calls out is Rose. Yes, and, and Rose
1: just impishly is like, huh? And then Dorothy's thank you for like, saying Haha. impishly. <laughs> and then Rose, Dorothy takes Rose to the badge. She's like, Rose, what are you doing here? This is for whatever. And she's like, I am one of them. I never got my high school diploma. Because
0: she had like mono or something. She had mono or something. I checked Who knows?
1: And, uh, <laughs> here's
0: Here's what I will say about this scene, though. Just in case you didn't know Jim Shu was Asian based on his name and the way he looks, um, he also mentions Saki, yeah. And there's a funny moment where Rose says to Dorothy, "You're looking at a woman without a sheepskin," meaning like a woman without who's not complete, I yeah. guess, because yeah. she doesn't have her GED. Jim Shu goes, "I've got an extra one in my wallet." Gross! Don't say that to a woman. He's kind and of creepy. He's creepy. And then Rose goes you know, sweet Rose, who doesn't know what he means, goes like, no thanks, I'd rather earn it. And then he says, meet me at Benihana afterwards. Oh, God. Just, again, just in case you didn't know he was Asian. Saki.
1: And creepy. And Benihana. She did not consent to that.
0: Um, and then the scene ends with Rose getting everybody to stand up and do the Pledge of Allegiance, which yeah. wasn't a funny... Oh, it's no. It's cute.
1: It's cute. It's because Dorothy's (laughs) just going to start the class because she doesn't give any fucks, and uh, then all of a sudden, Rose is like, "Oh, Dorothy, you're forgetting one thing," and then she's like, "What?" And then it is a funny bit that she goes. I pledge allegiance. Do they
0: still do that in schools?
1: I don't know. I'm not in school. Um <laughs>
0: <but> <laughs> Maybe you know. You report things around the country?
1: No, no. I don't I don't know. I don't know.
0: We used to have to do it. I'll
1: ask my 6-year-old uh, nephew if he has to do it. Do
0: you want to know what's weird is so if I'm facing you, right? Yes. And it put your hand your right hand over your chest the way you would. I had like this weird mirror problem where it to me i'm looking at you and i have my right hand over my the my left side but i'm facing you and it would be me looking at the teacher and it looks to me like the teacher almost has her left hand over because Uh we're not mirroring i used to get very confused by things like that interesting like i
1: i had refused to ever put my hand over my heart oh really Because i was always like who are you to tell me what to do Really? So I just stood there and just said, "I pledge allegiance to oh. the flag." Or when if I have to, pr- if there's ever a moment <coughs> where it's like a group prayer or something, I don't mind praying, but I am not going to close my eyes and I am not going to like bow my head.
0: Yeah, I I'm wouldn't really look straight do that ahead either.
1: And just sort of, you know, p- respectfully be quiet.
0: I would just take like a five second power nap at church
1: when people um, tell me to bow my head. I went to a Mormon church, so there was no power napping. There was just you're wrong. You're and, like, evil. talk about the
0: super special secret underwear and You're stuff. You're
1: going to a weird planet someday. That's what they say.
0: That's that's a very bizarre church. Yeah. I feel like I'd like to attend that with you just out of pure curiosity someday.
1: They won't let me back in.
0: Oh, that's right. We've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so later, uh, Dorothy's in the kitchen grading papers. And yes. Rose comes in. She wants to know how she did.
1: Oh, yeah. and And it's not good.
0: She did not do well. Um, She also... History
1: is her worst subject. It's
0: her worst subject. She doesn't know who Hitler is. No. Um, Which,
1: that's a big problem.
0: That's a big problem.
1: Like, everybody, like, even people in, like, small villages in Africa know who Hitler is.
0: Yeah, you should know who Hitler is. You should know your world wars. Um, Blanche comes in upset as the Dickens because she can tell Fidel is seeing another woman. Yeah. She's incredibly upset. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you can also sort of tell that Blanche, like, she doesn't she, like she, well, doesn't, she, like, she, she, doesn't she even mispronounces his name. Hey. Like, <laughs> she she thinks he speaks Mexican, yeah. which when she said that, I was like, oh, you should go to Dorothy's night class and learn a thing or two. You know,
1: she's voting for Trump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um and then for whatever reason, Dorothy's gonna take the girls out to dinner because yes. they need to catch Fidel. Yeah. So <coughs> uh, they 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 go out to dinner and um, uh,
1: they're walking on the boardwalk. It's night. It's cute. It's the they're all same, having their ice cream. Those
0: ice cream cones, by the way, huge. Are
1: huge. It made me want ice cream. You want to eat ice cream?
0: I do. Have you ever been to Have you been to Salt and Straw in Larchmont?
1: <laughs> have I been? Do you know me? I do.
0: So you've had the honey lavender ice cream there?
1: No, because that's bougie as. I... You
0: don't need to... <laughs> he mouthed the word fuck like he couldn't say it on the podcast.
1: No, I was trying to do AF, like, you know, oh. a, like, but they, it's not Yeah, visible. it doesn't translate. I have been. You guys should go to it. That It's a great place if you're in Los Angeles. You should yeah, if go you're to in it. it. But <coughs> I just don't do that hipster bougie ice cream bullshit. But
0: every flavor they have there is hipster bougie. No,
1: they have a delicious cookie dough one that's like, it's just a little weird, but it's like mostly traditional.
0: I think we should read the description of it and then decide if it's bougie or not. I'll look it up. Go. Pol- I'll the description. I'll keep talking. So they're on the same boardwalk where I actually felt a little sad because it's the same boardwalk where um, Sophia and oh, yeah. Alvin, Alvin, yeah. used to go. Al. Al. No, is that his name? I think. Alvin. Guy. Audience. The black let us guy know. who had
1: dementia. The
0: guy. Um. Uh. It's, anyway. So they went there and it made me a little bit. Uh. It made me a little sad. Um, So the girls catch Fidel kissing another woman. We don't see who it is. And Blanche is, of course, very angry. And she confronts him and she says, you know, who is this, you know, floozy? Is she she younger, more attractive, more desirable? And Sophia steps out (laughs) and goes, you got two out of three, Blanche. (laughs) Question for you.
1: Self-aware. I love it. Do
0: you think (laughs) what Sophia did was wrong?
1: Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all, actually. I think I think that if you reach a certain age and you have the ability to cock block one of your friends, do it. I disagree. Really?
0: I think that if Sophia had noticed that she had a connection with Fidel, she should have gone to Blanche and said, Hey, Blanche, Fidel and I have a little bit of a connection. You know, either he asked me out or I feel like he he might be wanting to go out with me or I don't know. I have feelings for him. If you want me to nip it in the bud, I'll nip it in the bud. Obviously, no, you're dating No, that is him. not how
1: Sophia works. That is not. <laughs> but that not, is how
0: people should work.
1: That, well, but this is not real life. This is like Golden Girls.
0: Right. I'm just saying, do you think what she did was wrong? You're no, saying, no. I don't. No. In the okay. world
1: of the Golden Girls, I do not. Mm. I think what she did was perfectly within, you know, her boundaries of awesomeness. And, okay, the only weird thing. Sorry, guys, back to the ice cream. The only weird thing about just the chocolate chip Just read it. Cookie no, dough, no,
0: don't say it. Just read salted, it.
1: Salted, malted chocolate chip cookie dough.
0: Okay, read the whole description.
1: That's it. I just no, said that. there's
0: a there's a description. Okay. Find their menu. I'll keep talking.
1: I'm, I'm reading the menu. This there's flavor a is packed with mind blowing explosion of salty homemade cookie dough and malted fudge swirls. There's nothing weird about that. That's totally traditional cookie dough with a little bit of salt added in.
0: I don't know if I believe that. That's the whole thing. It's just but, what it said. I all right, it the all right, I Even Fine. fucked up the word swirl. So the the <laughs> only reason why that's the you only get that flavor, it's because it's the only non-bougie one. Yeah, I don't like bougie flavors. But you're still giving your money to Because it tastes real good. Okay. <laughs> but So, but you're saying, okay, I just want you to try the honey lavender someday. I
1: mean, I'll get a sample. I just, you know, I, I won't ever like if I if someone's like, oh, try the lavender ice cream, I'm like, oh go fuck yourself. Like
0: I have to tell you, I went there once with friends who are visiting from out of town around Halloween, and they had a flavor. Called essence of ghost, oh, and God. no, listen, listen. It was, and it was just what it looked like white sorbet. Yeah, and it was, it was a, the weirdest thing. It had like mezcal in it, whatever. But you, you take a bite of it, and then you're like, hmm, okay, this tastes kind of, and then all of a sudden, this like smoky flavor hits your throat, and then it goes away. Yeah, like the essence of a ghost. Like that's how crazy bananas bonkers they are. They had another flavor. Where, again, like, I buy into it. This like, is a
1: Golden Girls podcast, guys. It is a
0: Golden <laughs> Girls podcast. We've been talking about food a lot lately. I know, yeah. <laughs> but they had another flavor where it was, like, it was called Creepy Crawlies. Yeah. My friend was like, oh, it's going to be amazing. They're going to have those gummy worms in it. And they didn't. They had, like, actual candied bugs in the ice cream, which isn't that bonkers. It wasn't as crazy as Essence of Ghosts. they had, like, candied crickets. This is awesome. why.
1: This is why I say I'm Rose, because I am too poor... Like, I come from two poor backgrounds, two middle class, like, blue collar backgrounds to see fucking ice cream with bugs in it and be like, hmm, that sounds appetizing. I'm going to try that. No, I'm never going to try but that. But
0: see, I also grew up, like, I was so lucky if, like, my Uncle Bill gave me a dollar for the ice cream truck yeah. so that I could get, So what happened, know,
1: Carrie? When did you turn?
0: <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean, I just, I I acknowledge that it's, like, you know, the type of place that was... You know, in the first season of Portlandia, but yeah. whatever, it's good. I'm a, it's, it I'm a naysaying.
1: Good. I'm a naysaying fat man in the body of a hipster. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I'm like yeah. a
1: I'm like a Roseanne in the body of a hipster. I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I I I, I get. I totally get your point. <laughs> to me, it's just it's a good taste. It's food.
1: So they were snacking on the ice cream. They found Sophia smooching up with Santiago.
0: Yes, and it's so funny because when Fidel is trying to like. He's like, you know, I, you know, he would be talking to Sophia when he would come to like, pick, pick Blanche up for the dates or whatever. And he's like, you know and I found her to be very... And Sophia just goes, hot. Which <laughs> I love that that was the adjective that Sophia chose to describe herself. Because yeah. I was like, yes, own it.
1: It's perfect.
0: Um, and then Fidel basically tells both of the girls, like he's like, look... Like, straight out, I want to keep, I, I would like to date both of you, so yeah. if that's cool with you, let's do it. And then he says, now if you'll excuse me, I have to change into my third linen suit of the day, which, <laughs> third white linen suit. It was amazing.
1: Yeah.
0: And then Blanche sort of, at the end of the scene, I don't even know what she said, but Blanche, like, gets in Sophia's face, holding her giant ice cream home and for mm-hmm. a second I was like, oh my God, she's going to dump it on her head. But she didn't.
1: That would have been amazing. It would have
0: been amazing, but I feel like it would but have been... But it also been too dramatic. It would have been very dramatic, yeah. and also, like, she's older. Out of character. And it's, she
1: couldn't run fast enough. No. dramatic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but Sophia could have done it to Blanche. mm mm-hmm. um, So now it's, like, the fun and games of It Is On with it Blanche and on. Sophia. Yep. Because they're both deciding, you know, it's... And I think we can tell, like, a little bit of time has gone by because... Yeah ground rules have been set as Dorothy explains yeah. like when one of you is out on a date with Fidel the other one can't interfere which you'd think they'd be a little bit more courteous in so much as Fidel would drop them off and they would come inside solo Yeah, but, but Fidel like comes in with them Fidel's as just kind
1: like, of a dick He's, in a way, well, yeah. Like, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he's trying to get, it's like <laughs> this guy that I'm trying to set up this coffee date with, he wants me to come over to his side of town, and I'm like, why don't we just meet halfway? And he's like, I hate driving, and I'm like, me too. And it's like, no, dude, you can't have it all. Yeah. That's not how these things work. That's why I'm alone.
0: No, that's not why you're
1: alone. <laughs> no. no. No, don't. Continue. Yeah,
0: don't. Um, so, Sophia... Comes home with Fidel. Yeah, looking great. Nice looking, little black number. Nice little But then, of course, Blanche comes out wearing a sheer nightgown. She is like,
1: looking like titties. Ouch!
0: She is. I kind of wish she was wearing that black and white one. I know, but she's really wore that a lot that yeah. last season. So. Regardless, yeah. she looked amazing. Sophia calls her a 50-year-old mattress, which, <laughs> yeah. as we established in the last episode, she's older than 50, but whatever. Yeah. Um. And then there's this great moment where Blanche says... Uh, I'm going to go now. I'm going to take a long, hot, steaming bath with just enough water to cover my perky bosoms. (laughs) And then Sophia says... Do you remember what she says?
1: I don't, but you wrote it down. She goes,
0: you're only going to sit in an inch of water? (laughs) And then Blanche I mean, she might as well have, like, taken her earrings off. Like she. Someone goes, hold me back. She goes right for her. She goes, oh, why, you little. And, like, she loses her shit.
1: As she should, but it's a great line.
0: <laughs> oh, and then, so then, like, Dorothy kind of holds her back. And then it's like, and also, I don't know how they would do this. This sounds exhausting. So Fidel's leaving, and, you know, Sophia's like, you know, I'll see you at 10 a.m. for, you know, bridge, whatever. Blanche is like, and I'll see you at noon for lunch. And I'll see you at seven for dinner. And I'll see you at midnight for dessert. And (laughs) And uh, Rose is
1: like, you're going to have dessert at midnight?
0: And Sophia has a great line. What did she say? Do you remember what she says? No. She says, there's always room for (laughs) jello. Oh, shit. (laughs) Sophia with the wind. I
1: don't remember lines. I'm never one of those people. I don't, I don't, I, 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 I'm so engrossed in a moment that like. It just goes right past me.
0: There's certain things that I miss, but I, I try to write down the important stuff. Yeah. Here's the thing that was weird. So at this moment, both women storm off in opposite yeah. directions. Yeah. And Dorothy and Rose just follow Blanche. <laughs> well. Like, fuck Sophia and her feelings. She's, she's, she's
1: older. She's lived longer.
0: No, you can't just say that
1: <laughs> as an excuse. Yes, I can. For
0: anything regarding Sophia, you're like, eh, what? She's old. She's gonna whatever. be
1: fine. She's gonna eh. be fine. But it also sets up a nice moment for Sophia to come in and and do a nice little thing.
0: Yes. Um. So so they go into the kitchen and they finally like Rose and Dorothy finally sort of get Blanche to admit that the only reason why she's still dating Fidel is because of her ego. Yes. Because you know, she they, doesn't they, seem
1: that interested in him. She doesn't remember certain details about his life. She, yeah, it's literally all out of ego.
0: Yes, and Sophia comes in. She's changing her pajamas, and you know, she says like, you know what, Blanche, like, you can have Fidel. You know, because in the end, he'll choose you. It'll break my heart. So, like, you take him. Sweet moment. Very sweet moment. Yeah. And so she walks away, and Blanche and is Blanche like, is
1: just like, she gets it. She gets it at that point that like. Again, Sofia's older, Santiago's older, they're they're better for each other, and sure. Blanche is only doing it out of ego, so she says, no, I have all these other men, you, you, and then Sofia literally just like, great, thanks, and just like walks away. Uh-huh. She played her. She totally oh, played she her. Oh, she
0: totally played her, and yeah. then Blanche chases her out, she's like, "Sophia!" And it's yeah. like still not over, they're still bickering. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, new scene, it's like, I don't know how many days later, but... Um, Rose is sitting in the living room wearing, wearing that sweater with the clouds and the plane. I love it. I love it. (laughs) It's like her teddy bear sweater or like her sheep sweater. I
1: would totally (laughs) wear that.
0: I, I would love someone to just have an Etsy page where they just sell sweaters that have the designs that, I mean, it would only be a handful, but just to make those we can flicking. make
1: we should we should we should commission them for for our product. I mean
0: those look like knitted sweaters.
1: Yeah, probably be hard to do, but you could do like a t-shirt version.
0: Or you could do a sweatshirt and then just do like a knit like something knit sewn over it from yeah. like the bears. Yeah. Designers or out
1: there design a thing of roses shirts and Yeah, we'll suggest, sell it in our store. We'll sell it in our store, yeah. so send it to us. <laughs>
0: um, You'll get
1: some money out of it too.
0: Yeah. Um so Dorothy comes in and sits down. Dorothy's with Rose. being
1: very nice to Rose, being like, she has milk and cookies or something. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she's basically. Wait, how do you say it? Milk and cookies. How? Oh, I say milk. I yeah. say milk. okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Oh, I gotta drink my milk before it goes it's bad. It's okay.
0: Sometimes I still say room instead of room because that's like a weird yeah. South. Midwest shore thing. Milk. Every
1: I. I turns into an E. Um, Except after hello. C.
0: That's not how it works. That's
1: not how it works at no. all. No. Continue. Um, <laughs> and imp.
0: It's been a Uh, long day. This is what happens when we record these the night before.
1: This is what happens when you were an imp. Um, Leave me alone. So, yeah, no, Dorothy comes in and she's super, super nice to Rose. And Rose picks up pretty quickly. She's like, what's the matter? (laughs) Your face.
0: (laughs) Your face just (gasps) now.
1: What's the matter? (laughs)
0: Uh, Dorothy has some
1: bad news. Bad news. She's She's got some bad news bears. She failed her exam. And she's not going to graduate.
0: She's not going to get her her GED. Oh,
1: God, can you imagine? See, that's what, yeah, though, that's, that's yeah, hard. That's, yeah. hard. that's <laughs> hard.
0: And then she sort of spells out to Rose, like, she's kind of like, Rose, here's here's why you failed. She's she giving says, some
1: examples. She's yeah. giving her
0: examples, and she says, who is the leader of the Third Reich? You wrote Fritz Stickelmeier. <laughs> the correct answer is Adolf Hitler. And then and
1: Rose says, like, oh, no, you wait.
0: She goes and gets the book.
1: She goes and gets the book, and it's and she she points to a picture of Adolf Hitler, and she's like, "Is this him?" And then Rose Dorothy says, "Yes," and she's like, "Well, that's what's his name?"
0: Fritz Stickelmeier.
1: Stickelmeier. and then I, does she cross references? Yeah, it with she goes just yearbook.
0: as sure as I know that's Ava Braun. Yeah. Who was our PE teacher? <laughs> Here's the thing about this logic. I know I always poke holes, and you tell me not to poke holes, but. Rose is taking a class where she's learning things. Yeah. Rose has a book which is going to have the name Adolf Hitler in it. It's gonna have the name underneath the photo. Mm -hmm. How is it? Like, does Rose not know how to study? How is it that Rose? Or maybe maybe
1: maybe Rose does the things that we a lot of us do, that we just see something, we're like, oh, we know that, and you move on. It's
0: just such a weird connection for Rose to make. She's in a class where you hear the words Adolf. Hitler was the leader of the Third Reich. Yeah. And you see the photo of him, and then Rose... Like, was a photo of him on the test, and she just saw a photo? No, it was a question, who was the leader of the Third Reich. So instead of... Like, the way a normal person's brain works is they go, Oh, that's funny, that Adolf Hitler guy looks like my old teacher, Fritz Stickelmeier.
1: But you know what, Carrie? And
0: also... Why didn't Why didn't the alarm bells go off in class when they were learning this, when she was like, oh shit, that's Ava Braun, and that yeah. looks just like Fritz Schicklmeier. I'm going to tell the entire class and be the coolest kid in town by saying, like, holy fuck, I, Adolf Hitler used to live in St. Olaf and was my teacher.
1: But you know what? What? That's not how comedies work. I know, but I'm just
0: <laughs> saying. I'm just saying. That's in I did, real I life. I did
1: one solve a mystery because of a PE teacher. An unsolved mystery from Robert Stack's Unsolved Mysteries.
0: Yeah, no, I'm familiar. He's got a terrifying voice. Yeah,
1: there was this story of this mother who kidnapped her kids around Valentine's. Day. She was cuckoo, and the dad had had custody of them. And then she the the episode said that she would make money <coughs> being a substitute teacher. And then she was a the the woman was a substitute teacher for at me. Your school. In my school. Did there. you call
0: the no? 1-800 so just blah,
1: blah, blah. okay. And so I. Went home and I, because I didn't know what to do, even though I knew the number, one 800
0: Wait, I, is that the number? Yes, that's oh. the number.
1: That's my next tattoo. I told my mom, I solved the mystery. I solved the mystery. And she was like, no, you didn't. That's just the woman who was the actress in the, in the remakes. Or in the, you know, the, the, reenactment. the reenactments. And I, I don't know how at that age I had the foresight to know that, Mom, we live in St. Louis. They do those in L.A., She's not that lady. <laughs> and,
0: yeah, that's a good and, point.
1: And anyway, so I took matters into my own hands, and I went into the den, and I picked up that phone. <gasps> 1-800-876-5353. Hello, Robert Stack. I solved a mystery. And I told him all the details and everything, and then I hung up the phone, and then like five minutes later, my mom walks into the den. She moves these sort of brown oak doors, these swinging doors that we had that went into the den, and she said, the police called and said, a little boy reported a false... Emergency or a false whatever here, and what? I was like, "No one believes me." Those kids, those kids probably had not seen their dad ever since, and I could have saved them. But wait, I could have been a famous. Whoa, yeah.
0: okay, wait. Yeah, the police called back. They yeah. did not take your tip seriously.
1: Exactly. Now, so even you mind, called a number. I was seven alerted. years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you ever find out whatever happened? No. Google Google it, right? Do you think you can figure it out? Do you remember the I name of the episode? I wouldn't be able Oh, can, you I have can go to. Through, I'll go
1: through the episodes. I can easily do that.
0: We're going to do that as yeah. soon as this episode, as yeah. soon as we're done recording, it's and Valentine's then we're going to It's hard because it. they, didn't,
1: they didn't categorize things like those episodes back in the day. So, like, it's hard to go through, like, on IMDb because I've tried the episode order, of unsolved mysteries yeah. and look at the specific mysteries that were because they covered like five stories well we know
0: how one. old you were so we know roughly around what it was like year like it was it was it
1: was like 89 90 ish I guess ah, 91 that's crazy. I was obsessed with
0: unsolved oh mysteries. I was too I've also heard that a lot of times like the reenactment actors that happens to them a lot oh, i'm sure well, yeah. people will either try to make like a citizen's arrest on them yeah. or they'll call the police like that's gotta be amazing you know, do you know that matthew mcconaughey was a reenactment actor on an episode of unsolved mysteries oh really he was a dude who got shot in his driveway <laughs> who was like you know 20 years old or something while his mother watched if you google unsolved mysteries matthew mcconaughey you'll i'm see going it. to he's wearing like tight jeans and like a cutoff shirt Basically um, being
1: Matthew McConaughey. Yeah,
0: so I wonder yeah. like, I wonder if there, were, there was just like a period in his life. Well, no, because it's usually when the reenactment actor is like the villain who yeah. they're looking for or something. Yeah, like it happens with America's Most Wanted all the
1: time. I love that one too.
0: Um,
1: anyway. Anyway. So that's we. Crazy. So Dorothy <coughs> says she she recognizes the confusion. And she's like Rose, okay. You're a high school graduate, and she gives her the question that she answers it correctly, and then there's a happy moment where Rose is a high school graduate.
0: Yeah, that's another thing. I know you're telling me again, Carrie, don't poke holes. But like, and I, I guess Dorothy at this point is just throwing up her hands, like, Giving "All no right, fucks. Rose, you know what? I'm just gonna look past the the fact that you said Adolf Hitler was your teacher, and yeah, you know what? You got a D minus. You pass. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, so Sophia and Blanche both come into the living room and Fidel is supposed to be taking them both out. It's yeah. like he's crossing. And Dorothy's wires. all like, You
1: knew this was about to happen, you are driving that man bonkers. And then
0: the phone rings and Dorothy Uh-oh. picks up and And um, so, and
1: Rosen or Dorothy or Ugh. Sophia and Blanche are going at it. Basically. Going like, No,
0: I'm going out with him. Yeah. No, I'm going and out then with Dorothy them.
1: And Dorothy says, Neither of you are going out. With she says
0: Fidel isn't coming. Yeah. And then we hard cut to a funeral. Which
1: is an amazing hard cut.
0: Amazing hard cut. And Sophia just goes, we killed him. <laughs> Again, here's my question. <laughs> Who called Dorothy on the phone? To no say- one
1: called Dorothy specifically. It probably was like...
0: Somebody right, they, they called with the at purpose of book. saying they Fidel They looked at his Santiago date book or something
1: and they, they, called? Called, they called, whoever found him, like whoever, we didn't know his life. He could have had a, a, a nurse. He could have had an assistant. He, could, he was a man of money. He could have had, you know what I mean? Like, he had a whole other life that we never saw. So like, someone found the dude. Someone found his date book. Someone was like, oh, going out with Sophia tonight. He probably had the number in there somewhere. Okay, and all right. No, no,
0: no. Yeah. See, I you answered my question, so that's great. So they're at Fidel's funeral, and the
1: priest is like losing the crowd because it's all women.
0: It's all women who are very upset. Um,
1: and then Sophia basically just like stops the show and and goes up and
0: because we realize all the women are were also his girlfriend. Of course, like yeah. this guy is like basically Patrick Vaughn. Yes, dating everybody yes. in the production. And of Sophia the play.
1: gives this really touching sort of eulogy where she says, you know. That, sure, he might not have whatever, but, like, he made us all feel, him or she. he made her feel special and...
0: He awakened feelings she hadn't felt and, in years. And it
1: was a sweet, sweet moment that she has a great line about.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but, she goes, uh, and he probably made all of you feel the same way, too. And looking out at this kennel club, I can see that was no easy feat.
1: <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> right.
0: Build them up and then break them down, Sophia. So
1: good. So good. It is.
0: It's a very touching speech. Yeah. Um, and then Sophia goes back to Blanche, and uh, Blanche asks for forgiveness. Yes. And, um, and Blanche says, like, you know, like, she's like, you know, Sophia, you know, um, if, if I could do it right now, you know, I, I, I would give you Fidel. And Sophia... Is like, oh, you you give him to me. Yeah. And she starts walking out, and I love, like, they've done, like, people have done this multiple times in movies and shows, but Sophia, like, is so... Just flabbergasted at what Blanche yeah. just said. But,
1: oh, she gives them to me. She get now. You tell me now. You tell me. And you're she's giving saying to this him.
0: as she's walking yeah. out of the the like the church. It's a great moment. Like, it's a great. She, and oh that's, oh oh. He said, but she's given them to me. She's giving them to me. Like I like to think that she was doing that, like in the car driving yes, home, yes. going, oh yeah, no, yeah, she's giving them to me. That's very yeah. Oh yeah, but she'll give them to me. You know what I mean? Like I. That's I like happened would happen on a modern on sitcom. For a day. Like on
1: a modern day sitcom, we would see all of those moments.
0: Yeah, you would see her like yeah. going to bed that. Like fluffing her pillows yeah. angrily, like she's oh, yeah, she's them gonna to me. give them to me that now. Bitch is now giving that he's them. six feet under, she's gonna give them to me.
1: <laughs> oh, um, wow. and that's the end of the. And episode. that's the end of the episode. <laughs> great episode. Great, yeah. great, great episode. Good, very funny. Good a lot start to jokes. season
0: four. Yeah. yeah, a lot of jokes. I looked at season four. I mean, we have so many great episodes. It's gonna
1: be a fun
0: season yeah we have uh scared straight that's on season four yeah. the impotence of being earnest
1: scared straight that might be Valentine's a live Day. show that would be a good live that show. that
0: would be a good one fiddler on the ropes and eh, that one's okay yeah. um some yeah. great
1: some great episodes coming oh up.
0: sophia's choice
1: oh that's like oh one. that's the
0: assisted suicide yes. one. Oh, that, that might be a good live way, one too actually i feel like they worked backwards like they were like guys sophie's choice we have to think of an. We have to think of an idea and call it Sophia's choice. And then they were just like, <laughs> "I got it. Assisted suicide. She has to decide if she's going to do it." With the lady from the train station. I love. They come up with some really what fun episodes. What was titles. your
1: golden takeaway from this episode?
0: Oh boy, I usually have more time to think about this because usually we would ask the guest. My go.
1: golden takeaway <laughs> from this episode is that older men can be just as scummy as younger men.
0: Yeah, sure. That's, yeah. A, that's a fine takeaway. Because there's
1: always this logic that, like, oh, if things aren't going well, you go with an older guy, and, like, he's settled and whatever. But really, he just acts like a 20-year-old just with more money. Right. Um, so, okay. that's my golden that's takeaway. That's
0: a fine takeaway. Yeah. I, think, I think my golden takeaway is not so much applicable to the episode we watched, but to our experience and conversation this evening... Because your unsolved mystery story is really upsetting to me right
1: now. (laughs) So my
0: golden takeaway is, if you are in law enforcement, Mm -hmm. if you work at Crime Stoppers, Mm -hmm. even if a child, like, take all of those calls seriously.
1: Yeah. Even if they're coming from a seven-year-old.
0: Even if they're coming from a child, just take them seriously.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't ever, like, I'm, and you're positive. You're positive. Yeah, that's
1: how I. That's. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I was a child, so there might be some details. Here,
0: Okay, here's my question. <laughs> did you. When did. Okay. Did you watch the episode? Did you watch the episode and then while watching it go, oh, that's my teacher? Or. No, no, no. no did you watch after, the episode? It
1: came after. So okay. I watched the episode and then I saw her as a substitute teacher that day and then she was gone the next day.
0: What? Yeah. Fuck. I know. Because here's what I was going to say. I was going to say At maybe... At Larimore
1: Elementary School in St. Louis, Missouri.
0: I was going to say maybe there's a chance that you saw the episode and then some time went by. She showed up and you knew it was a substitute teacher, so you like assigned it to her. Yeah. You know what I mean? You like projected... That could you know? be, but I don't, but I
1: don't believe you're
0: that. You're positive you saw the episode, you saw her the next day. She was only there for a day and she was gone. Well, I saw
1: the episode and then some time had passed and then she was there. But I remembered all of the episodes. Like, I was obsessive because I wanted right. to solve a mystery to get famous.
0: But, see, <laughs> here's where you may have been assigning yeah. that to your substitute teacher. I still... I'm, not, I'm still saying they, they definitely should still should have yeah. checked checked up on it and not I, like I'm called still it a prank standing call. by
1: I solved a hit mystery.
0: Here, okay, th- uh, guys, we're going to wrap this up no. in a second. No, <laughs> no, no, no. What I want to say is... <laughs>
1: well, we have something very important to get to. So... Carrie, I think we should wrap this up off All right, line.
0: I will tell my Honey, yes. I Shrunk the Kids, Saw a Kid Get Hit on a Bike on My Way Back from the Movies When I Was a Child story some other time. Oh, my God. I'll that tell is, it another time.
1: That was a horrible teaser, but I'm going to take it because... Guys, it's season four, and we have so many things in store for you this season, and we want to do so much more, like possibly even come to your city. So like if you can't come to the show in Los Angeles on June 4th, we want to come to you. But all of those things takes money. So you should go to outonthelanai.com slash donate, where you can give a single donation or you can give a monthly donation. We signed up with Patreon, a great, great company. It's the best way for communities to come together and fund the creative projects that they love on a recurring basis. It's a platform that's all about community and connecting you, the loyal fans, with us Your humble hosts. And you can do it in any numerical amount you want. So it could be a dollar. It could be $5. It could be $25. Whatever. But one of the major things that we need, besides just wanting to go on the road, is also we need better equipment. We want to sound better for you. We want to sound silky smooth to your ears. And we need... So to do that... For, we budgeted it out. We need.
0: I'm literally looking at our Amazon wish list. We as need you speak. 40
1: people to give $25. That would do it for us. We would get to get everything we need in terms of equipment. 40 people, $25. So go to outonthelehigh dot com and donate out on dot com slash donate and give whatever you can if you love this podcast. And if you can't, that's okay too. We still love
0: you. And you know what? I think too with donations, a lot of people think. Oh, if I give five dollars, I might as well give nothing, that doesn't count. No. But if it does. you think about it, if forty people give five dollars, like that's two hundred bucks in our that's, you know, that's a significant I almost said in our of money. pocket. That's 200 bucks that's going to go towards, you know, us buying, yeah. you know, better microphones and and things just just so we can sound better. So
1: So we really want to up the ante and we we budgeted it out so that we know exactly what we need to do what we want to do, which is get better equipment and go on the road and support these live shows so that we can bring more fun to you guys this season. So let's make it happen. Yes,
0: and if you can donate any amount, $1, $5, $10, like anything, seriously, it all It all matters, and it's all greatly appreciated, no matter what the amount is.
1: And this has been a headgum podcast, and we are hosted on the Super Reaker Network. And you can go to follow us at Facebook, at facebook.com slash golden girls podcast, Twitter, golden girls pod, Tumblr, all these great places. And
0: of course, our website, out on the lanai.com.
1: And I am H. Allen Scott. You can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything.
0: And I'm Carrie Doherty. I'm carriedoherty.com or squid eat squid on Twitter or squidzy on Instagram.
1: And guys, remember, stay Stay golden.
0: golden. That was a HeadGum Podcast.